Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. We are talking about the tragedy of the commons in this philosophy episode today, but don't worry, this isn't some bullshit intellectual conversation. We're going to talk about something us common people can wrap our heads around. Beer. Specifically, a 30 rack. Of stones. A bushel. A case, if you will. William Forster Lloyd was the first to write about the tragedy of the commons. Later, an American, Garrett Hardin, wrote about the tragedy of the commons and made it more famous. It's a theory that describes that humans will take resources in their own self-interest, even if it is detrimental to other members of the community. I learned this theory in relation to grazing cattle with multiple landowners. But I figured that'd be easier to talk about in a situation most people have had. Most people aren't ranchers. Our resource will be a 30 rack of beer. Now, I lived with a bunch of guys in my fraternity, so I know a thing or two about how beer leaves your possession. I walk into my room with a 30 rack of Coors Light, and immediately my three roommates ask if they can have some. Even if I do not like it, that 30 rack has become common. Pretty much anyone has a right to it, because these guys are my best friends, and we share everything. We are civilized people, so we work out agreements to share the beer. The most common is each of you guys give me five bucks, then we split the beer evenly and have an even input. We don't all drink beer at the same speed. So what happens when one friend drinks more than the seven to eight beers? That would be the equal split. Maybe one person drinks more than their fair share. In this situation, we're all friends, and it will even out on the next one. Now let's complicate things. What happens when you're having a party? You and your friends split the case of beer. But, to be realistic, the multiple cases of beer. And in an ideal world, everyone's guests would drink somewhat even amount or bring their own alcohol. But we all have those friends who never buy their own alcohol. Kyle. Looking at you, Casey. They cannot, sometimes they can't afford it, and that's fine. That's what friends are for. But there's other friends who just never buy their alcohol. They continually drink their friend's alcohol. This is a tragedy of the common situation. What happened is one member of the community takes advantage of the commons for their own gain. They figured that, well, the beer's there, and I want some, so I'm going to drink it. Even if they didn't pay for it, they're just going to take that beer. Before you know it, all the beer is gone, and you're sitting around half drunk and figuring out where the beer went. The lesson is when goods are common and available for everyone, even if it is easier to chip in and for everyone to share, there's always someone who will take more than their fair share. Ways to work around the tragedy of the commons is private property ownership. You give me the money for my beer, and I give you those beer. I buy the case of beer, you give me five bucks, I give you seven beers, and you put it in your fridge. No one can touch it, no one can take it, that's yours. Seems pretty fair to me. Another is a collective agreement. In this case, we would say, if you contribute X amount of money, you get X amount of beer. And if you give beer away to a guest, it comes out of your beer count. And everyone abides by that agreement. You don't take more than you put in. Also sounds pretty fair to me. This is the, the next one. We have a governing body, an impartial friend who doles out the beer. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we do not want to create such a headache to figure out whose beer is whose. But now let's apply this to other commons we know. Like I said, a common, I didn't really touch on it too much, but a common is an area that it's not owned by anyone. So like I said, I bought that beer, but 
I knew full well that as soon as I put that beer down in that room, anyone who saw that case of beer was going to grab it. So learned about this for grazing cattle. Imagine you have five landowners, or five ranchers. Each of them have five cows. The land can only support 20 cows. So there's five guys with five cows. There's 25 cows and 25 acres can be supported. So what are they going to do? Well, you could have someone move somewhere else. But realistically, if it's common land, everyone's going to graze their cows there. So the resources are going to be depleted faster. There's other common areas in our world. Think about overfishing. There's a finite amount of fish in the ocean. Each country can take a certain amount of fish, but if countries go over that limit of fish, then it's going to run out. Or climate change. Say one country stops emissions. Well, what happens when the other couple hundred countries continue producing emissions? These are all shared resources that we all have a hand in. We all affect these. Let's bring it more local. Think about your street. How many times you walk down your street and you see someone threw trash out? That's a tragedy of the common situation. One person is taking advantage of a common area, a common resource for their own benefit. You have any other commons that you can think of, Mike? Well... When it came to grade school, first one comes to my mind is art supplies. Everyone shares the colored pencils and papers, scissors, glitter, glue, etc. But you always have that one kid in the class who puts way too much glitter on there. It just takes all of it so no one else can have it. It ruins it for kind of everyone. They're not sharing. They're not paying their dues. And they weren't the ones to give as much as they took. And that's, that's the first one that pops into my mind. That's a good one. Everyone, everyone's related to that in school. You know, it's all resources there that you didn't necessarily input anything as a kid, but you all want to share them. And there's one kid who just doesn't. I think, uh, like I said, streets is a common one, but I think the most common one everyone can relate to in their own life is going to be, if you live with someone, the dishes. Oh God, the dreaded dishes. Yeah, it's a tragedy of the common situation. You both contribute to it, but only one person, one person can have to clean it up. So someone uh, is stuck dealing with the tragedy of the commons. Two people contribute to it. One person's stuck with it. And, you know, if everyone did their own dishes, it wouldn't be an issue. But that sink is a commons. And when you put your dishes there, it piles up for somebody. So whoever uh, has to deal with it, hopefully not me, but it's uh, the way it goes. So I guess a good way to simplify this is someone's not paying their dues we all know a person like this where they cut corners they want other people to to cover them they're not contributing to the group or not doing their fair share and it negatively affects the group everything it's been shown everything from movies books to the real world i think a movie that comes to my mind is uh ooh, can't quite remember it but pretty much they're trapped in the desert trying to rebuild a plane. And one person is drinking more water than the rest. It's not quite fair. That they're not putting in more work. They're not doing et cetera, et cetera. And it makes it, makes it harder for everyone else. It's not using a resource smartly. And you know us humans, Nick, we're really good at using resources smartly. Exactly. And this is something that we've touched on, on or at least I brought up pretty much every episode so I figure we should do a whole episode on it, just get people versed in it. And uh, it's like Mike said, it's just one person being that guy. Someone put took a dump in the punch bowl and they ruined it for everyone. I am curious, Nick, how have you encountered a person who says doing this? And what steps have you done or things that you found worked or not worked to confront the person 
causing this problem for the group. So the first thing that comes to mind, I uh, work out in the woods, and some people think that the woods is where they dump their trash. It's not, people, for those listening, it's not. Yes, it is definitely not. Um, and so you can go through their trash, you get an address. And the first thing I want to do is dump that trash back on their property, but you cannot because that is illegal and then we could be fined for that. However, the next thing, like if I see someone actively breaking that, it, it really depends on the situation. So if I see one of my friends grabbing more beer than normal, whatever, I'm not going to say anything. This is like a cattle grazing situation where you all have a shared resource, then the best way is everyone's got to come together and figure it out. So like uh, for us, or for me, I guess, when we're dealing with calling in smoke for uh, burning and I'll say like, hey, this unit that we're burning, you know, so a little bit of background. When we're burning piles or doing broadcast burning to reduce the fuel in the forest to reduce wildfire uh, threat, you can only put a certain amount of tonnage of debris smoke into the air and the air obviously is a common resource but we are not the only landowners who want to burn that day so if there's a unit that i don't think i'll get to burn or isn't enough or is that would go over that would prohibit someone else from burning then i'll let the forecaster and be like hey this is a, a unit that we probably won't burn so it, put it on the plan but if someone is in the area and needs that tonnage to burn their piles let them do that so if we can get to it we can if not another landowner is allowed that so really the best way to combat that is just be a good fucking person be excellent to each other <laughs> be excellent my dudes no i think i think you are right with the situation and also just not being a dick i mean whether it's a friend because we all have the friends who quote unquote forgot their wallet you just say hey it's fine you get it next time. And most of the time, they get it next time. You don't have to share everything equally right up front. It could be a longer time span. But I think it's important to make sure that that's not a common thing that's happening over and over again. That then becomes a habit. But for me, it's been simply communications. Like, hey, step it up. You're not doing your work. Or sometimes I'll turn it into a competition, like uh, chopping wood. I'll be like, oh, look at my pile. It's so much bigger than your teeny little pile. And kind of use some reverse psychology and trick them to doing more of their part yeah well that's the problem with the tragedy of the commons is that when it's a small number of people it's easy to confront someone and say hey you're not shipping in but when it's something like climate change or overfishing say like overfishing let's look at the pacific there's not as many countries that border the pacific still a large number of countries that fish there but say every country except for one agrees to an agreement that will keep a certain amount of fish in the oceans that we can continually and perpetually fish for those fish that there's going to be a constant population there enough to support what we take and enough to reproduce to provide that year after year if every country but one participates it's useless that agreement is useless because that country that just goes in and takes as many fish as they want, then everyone else has to take less fish. Because that resource can only produce a certain amount each year. So if everyone can take 10 fish a year out of 20 countries, and 19 countries take 10 fish, and one country takes 30 fish, you just depleted that resource. And it's not going to be able to build up. So next year, the other countries, the 19 that participate, they can take 5 fish. The other country takes 30 fish. Next year, those countries that are in agreement, they can take one fish. Unless everyone is on the same program, it's completely useless. And that's the tragedy of the commons, is it only takes one person to ruin the commons. And it's such a tragedy that this happens to people, Nick. You know what else is a tragedy, Mike? 
<laughs> What's that? Puns. Puns are a tragedy. <laughs> oh, no. Puns Puns are for everyone. Puns are, are to be shared at length and at as, as much as you can. That's not true. So the lessons here is, one, be excellent to each other. Two, share your beer with your friends. Three, don't be a dick. You'll start... Yeah, don't be a dick. You'll start to see tragedy of the common tragedy of the common situations everywhere. And now you know there's an actual word for it. So you can impress all your friends. Out of curiosity, if anyone who's listening has their own story of tragedy of the commons, I would love to hear it. And Nick, where can they find us? You find us on Facebook at Backyard Philosophy Podcast, as well as Instagram Backyard Philosophy Podcast. And we'll be on Parlor. Well, Nick. I think you cleared that up for a lot of people, and I'm very excited, hopefully, for humanity to not have a tragedy of the commons anymore. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.